0: Thank you so much for listening in to the phenomena NDE near death experience. And with me today, I have Rosa, and she's going to be talking about her experience with me. How are you, Rosa? Rosie, yes, I'm
1: good. How
0: are you, Kathy? I'm doing wonderful. So, can you hear me loud and clear?
1: Yes, I can hear you loud and clear.
0: Oh, good! Oh, good, and um what i want to say to you is that your experience is is unique they're all so unique and um very touching and uh and i know these are personal experiences and i'm so grateful and honored to have you on my show and for you you to i'm going to let you take the wheel here and let you start talking and i let everybody know that you're from new zealand and your experience was in november 2000 is that correct
1: yes. sorry i'll just grab myself a drink of water
0: okay and um okay and then we'll be ready to go
1: are you there i need yes, you I'm to be- okay um yes i had a near-death experience in um the year 2000 uh-huh. um i had the near-death experience in uh Greymouth, uh south island in new zealand um i Got together with a friend who I hadn't seen uh, for a long time and she came to visit me um, with her partner Uh and um, she she gave me uh, an overdose Um, later when I researched it um, I had probably taken about uh, enough to overdose nine people of ecstasy they they gave me sort of the strongest tablets that you can get, and there was quite a few doses in in those tablets. Um, so she gave them to me, but said, you know, not many people are harmed by this. It's pretty harmless. So uh, just to beware of over drinking. So um, uh, she gave me these tablets and. Uh, I was okay at first we went to get some drinks from the store and at the store I noticed that everything was strobe lighting so my vision was being affected quite badly Um, and I noticed my eyes were wobbling from side to side so we uh, went home and they gave me another tablet Mm -hmm. and um, I got very very thirsty and went to the tap and drank quite a lot of water mm-hmm. um, and I just started to feel really sick and so um, My instincts were just telling me to go and lie down and I went to a bedroom and lay down on the floor and um, I was feeling really ill and had to lie down and at that point everything went dark And my next vision was being up on the ceiling, looking down at my body. And my friend was sitting beside my body. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really recognize my body as being that that was my body. I I didn't click on to that I'd actually died. Mm -hmm. I saw the body as, um, like just to get away from it really but I saw my friend and I could hear her thoughts so her thoughts was as if she was talking and um, She said I'll just go and get something out of the car Um, There was she didn't attempt resuscitation and I could see that my body was going a darkened color and Then I just took off through the roof Uh and as I was looking down so my soul was facing downwards and I can see the roofs getting smaller and smaller and I was going at a very very fast speed a really um, high rate and I pa- I started panicking. How am I going to get back? I just thought to myself. I'm, fl- I'm flying Oh wow, I'm flying and then as I'm looking down the roofs were getting smaller so fast that I panicked and I thought uh, how am I going to find my way back home? And when I thought that thought, I was back down in in my front yard, and I was looking at a can on the ground. Um, I then looked towards my house, and I thought, "Oh, I better go in." And the moment I thought I better go in, I was in the hallway looking towards the lounge, and then suddenly I was in the lounge, sitting next to my my girlfriend. Uh-huh um facing her and I just had a happy feeling like I wanted to you know be happy and interact with her um and then I noticed that her soul came out of her body and it was like a silver mesh um like the silver cord of life it was like a mesh over her soul and she peeked out of her body slightly Um, and it was such a uh, pure silver. Um, I just says, wow, I saw your soul. And the minute I said that I look to my left, I look to my side and I can see green grass in front of the window in my lounge. And I was a bit startled by what's this grass doing in my lounge. And it rapidly grew towards me, pushing me out of the lounge towards the door. And blocking me out of the lounge so I couldn't go back in and I looked at this grass and it was a neon green color and it had well, I could see dew drops on the grass mm-hmm. and I noticed that in front of heaven in front of these meadows mm-hmm. which I didn't know that's what it was but it was an embryo sac type of wall uh-huh. And no matter how hard I tried to push through to get back through to my friend, I couldn't. It was keeping me out of those meadows, and it was the consistency. It was see through but tough, like a sack, like an embryonic sack, uh-huh. and it was keep- keeping me out. And I realized later on that that sack was actually my sin of the, th- the misdeeds and the things that of God's laws that I had broken. Had created this wall. The things I'd done wrong in that lifetime to people had created a wall keeping me out of heaven. Uh And as I turned to my right, I saw a vortex in the ground and there was three personalities, demons, in that vortex. Um, One of them was gaping their mouth. And had a really gross expression on its face. Uh Um, I I didn't know they were demons because I didn't know anything at that stage. I believed in reincarnation and didn't know anything about the afterlife, nothing. Uh So I actually just found them to be quite curious and strange, but... There was a beware type feeling, you know Mm -hmm. Um, So I went around To my other friend Steve and I asked him Steve. What's that hole in the ground? And there was no reaction from him whatsoever. So he couldn't hear what I was saying he couldn't see me and So I said it louder. So I thought he might be able to hear me if I yell it at him, you know. And so I said it even louder, Steve, what's that hole in the ground? And I just uh, saw him sort of looking down and I heard his thoughts and he was just thinking, oh, I don't know. So um, I don't know why he was thinking that, but I could hear everyone's thoughts around me. Uh Uh-huh. And I sort of backed away towards the wall In front of that vortex and I heard a voice behind me say Don't go near that hole in the wall uh, in the floor And All of a sudden like a rebellion like a deer feeling came over me and I had this feeling that if I don't go and check out these things and I'm going going to look like a total coward. It was like a rebellion dare type feeling to go and do it. I saw my friend's partner, he was next to the vortex sitting at the, the table and he was sort of looking over at that vortex, which gave me an illusion that I was still alive. Uh-huh. And I thought he could see it too. Um and so I actually went running towards this hole in the ground and as I came closer I looked down and I I a smell hit my face and immediately I had the knowing that there was people that had been burning for thousands and thousands of years down there. I was smelling rotting, burning flesh and a graveyard smell. Uh Like the the, the slight musty death smell of someone who's died. But this was a billion fold, that smell of death that you smell in a graveyard. Wow. So it it was decaying smell. Uh Mm-hmm burning flesh, and I saw in the walls um, of this vortex, which was like a gray whirlwind, that's what it looks like, a vortex of of whirlwind. Uh What I saw inside was a mesh, and uh, on the walls, like a mesh, and inside the mesh was demons. Wow.
0: How can you tell they were demons? Mm-hmm. How can you tell that they were demons?
1: Well, um, when I went, r- before I went running right towards the vortex, and sorry, I forgot to mention this part, but one of the demons, they smiled at me a smile, and they looked like gargoyles, you know, that you see in the Gothic castles. Yeah. They looked yeah. like. Gargoyles, but I can't remember seeing any horns. But they were like a muddy grey type colour, and it smiled at me like I've got you. And it had um, its its whole face was filled with sharp needle point teeth. Mm -hmm. And um, looking back on it, obviously I realised they were demons. I don't think at that point I knew that this was hell till further part in the NDE. Uh huh. But, um, I, I, honestly, at that point, I don't think I knew what they were, you know. Mm hmm. Um, but I fell down this hole. I'm not sure if I was snatched, but I was falling at a really fast rate. And as I was looking up above me, mm uh-huh. hmm. Everything good that I knew was disappearing Um, The light the glory of God the goodness that fills the earth I could see that at the top of the tunnel and it was going away from me and at that point I Realized in my spirit. I realized that I'd left the only assurance of safety that I had and that was my body and it was left behind in my house and I realized at that point that I had made the worst mistake and Uh I I was falling and it was I was falling really really fast and as I was falling I can feel it felt like really sharp dust like hitting my face and tearing my face Uh and i felt a snake bite in my left Ooh. forearm and i actually felt the venom course through my body and it was really really hot but wow I, it, it, it started off you know hot but then it grew to hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter so the corrosiveness was like battery acid and it burned and it um spread through my body through my arm and then through my whole body Uh and it seemed to me i had no pain threshold so it just got it got past the point of anything anyone can handle on earth and it just kept getting more and more painful wow and at this stage i i remember trying to slow down in the walls and i actually managed to slow down to a stop and when I slowed down to a stop I saw an opening in the tunnel uh-huh. and in that opening was a door on my left and a door on my right uh-huh. and it had a forked road between those doors and it also went behind that door I don't know where it went but there uh-huh. was like a mound in the middle of the the um the Sturt road I opened the door to my right and I saw a, like a, a huge demon. It was like uh, had its eyes looked like they had been pulled out and pushed back and they were bulging like out of its head. Wow. And it just was furious. Like it wanted to tear me to pieces and it was a, like a, a gray color.
0: Did any of these Dead. demons touch you? Or anything? Do you remember
1: any of that? Yes, I'm just coming to that part, okay. but okay. Um, When I looked behind this demon, it, the whole room was filled with demons facing towards the wall. You know, like how zombies gather?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Well, that's what it looks like. It looks like a, a ton of these demons gathered closely tightly packed in together and all looking towards the wall except for this one and i remember thinking oh my gosh i hope it didn't see me and obviously it seen me but i think i was so terrified because there was a feeling of terror and horror that took over me there that i was in a total state of panic and i went running to the left hand side of the door and i tried to open it to get away to try and hide myself. But no matter how hard I tried to open this door, it wouldn't open, it only opened a crack so I can see in. Oh no. And it seemed like the door sort of shrunk every time I tried to get in. Mm -hmm. And inside of the door was dead grey, different dead misty greys like a fog.
0: Oh no.
1: And I don't know what that place was, but I found a scripture that said, Oh Job, have you seen the doors that guard the the land of the dead? Mm-hmm. So it actually describes it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I think, yeah, I'm not sure though what this place was. It was just uh, misty grays And I think only God has the keys to that place and no one else can get in it. And mm-hmm. um, As I turned around I had a feeling you know that I had to get out of there that he'll catch up with me I Tried to get away, but I was grabbed from the back And I was in the clutches of this thing that I saw And it just lay down on top of me on the ground So I can see nothing else, but it's gray bluey type of color that was over top of me and it just smothered me completely And there was a just a panic inside of me of what was it trying to do to me? Um, I think it was transferring mm-hmm. horrible stuff onto me mm-hmm. but I um, Jumped back down the tunnel of how I was so terrified to get away that Instead of trying to get up or trying to look for a way out. I just jumped back down into the tunnel of hell and As I was falling I was falling in an extremely fast rate. I passed through such a burn It felt like I'd A furnace that's been heated up to 2000 degrees or or more like it was just so hot But it was a burn that was corrosive like I was dipped In battery acid and I just melted like my whole being just melted and then I heard a scream Come from beneath me and it was like a long scream of terror Um, Like someone who's Something terrifying has (laughs) happened to and I looked down and at that moment I saw a land, and I just had a feeling of myself. Of this is a strange land that no one knows about. Like I just, it was a feeling that I've arrived at, at a very strange land. But I saw volcanic, volcanic type ground, volcanic, um, volca- black. It was just black volcanoes everywhere, uh-huh. and I hit the ground. And I fell into an enclave, a closed-off section of a cave. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, as I as I walked down, I actually saw the opening with gates, and past those gates was the this pitch blackness that was moving around these these cells. But they were almost hidden by this darkness, and there was a feeling of complete terror that came out of there Um, I tried to go back and find a way out at the top but the top opening had closed over me and near the bottoms of the the floor was fire like lava
0: Wow
1: and there was no way out because as soon as you fall into the It just closes over top of your head and you're trapped forever if it's your time And you haven't Like I understand now if you haven't cried out to jesus for help You haven't asked him to be your savior The wall of that sin is not able to be taken down unless you've done that but I I after this happened i'd gone out Um, and I thought hide because I was so terrified about this whole situation I was just thinking hide hide And as I thought that it came out as yelling. So I wasn't yelling, but it came out mm-hmm. As yelling around hell hide Find somewhere to hide. Maybe I can hide Mm-hmm. Um, And all of this came out audibly as yelling and I saw a demon type man come towards me though this This demon looked more like an old man Mm -hmm. And He was wearing a type I know this sounds really weird um, But he was wearing like a coat hmm and he came as he walked towards me I Ran because I was terrified to get it There was just a feeling of complete terror that came from these things mm-hmm. And it made me completely terrified and also while I was in hell I felt a crawling like a constant crawling all over me of um, Worms Inside my legs all over my legs uh-huh. Um, and as he came towards me, I the, the, the front wall that I ran towards actually picked me up. It came alive and it picked me up and threw me up, way, way up into the air. The other side of the wall um, threw me bang down into my face and I planted straight down and 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 it was like i was seeing my own destruction like my spirit separated from my soul or my soul separated from my spirit and i saw my own destruction at that moment i was at the feet of the demon, uh, face planted in the ground and i could see that i was a bronze color at that point in my nde and that i had these long eyelashes really long that went round into a dewdrop, drop. Mm-hmm. And at that stage, he said, if you don't come with me now, I'm going to skin your uh, skin your arms. And I looked at him and I was just in disbelief. Like, um, are you kidding me? And then he, he didn't hesitate. He came over, he grabbed my arm and I thought to myself, I've got to look away. Uh, maybe I can look away. So it's because I just didn't want to look. It was too horrifying. Uh-huh. Um, and he started to rip the skin off my flesh. And when I, he he said, "No, you've got to look." It was like I was forced to look that way. I had no choice in the matter. And I looked, and I noticed that my arms were blue. Uh-huh. So they were like a, a deep blue color. Uh-huh gray blue mm-hmm. and at that
0: did you feel anything uh, when he tore your arms did you feel
1: anything the the, the strange thing though is that i the, at that point i didn't feel anything and i think that god was actually shielding me from feeling that mm-hmm. because at, the, at this point i didn't feel anything but i felt the horror Of what was happening and the terror of what was happening, and I was completely focused on that Uh of the fear. But at this point, I didn't feel the pain of what he was doing. But when I looked, I could see my tendons, and I could see that he finished off his work and taken all the skin off my arm. Oh, no! Wow, well, hold on that, hold
0: on those thoughts for just a for three minutes, and we're going to go into a commercial break. Just hold on to that, okay? We'll be right hi, back. Hi, my and name is Drusilla. Drusilla. I am the founder, founder and owner of Drusilla's, Drusilla's Closet. Closet. I've created, I've created a, a unique system, system, system to organize order. your pantry and kitchen. The system, the system also, also works, great, works great, great in various parts of, parts of, of your, your home and garage. garage. Also, also in my, my closet, closet, I have, I
1: have unique, unique furniture, art, and decor. Art and decor. You, can you can find us find on us Facebook, Drusilla's closet, closet, or call, or call at 435
0: 224
1: Hey, this is Brian with Better Accounting do you know know how much money money you will owe in taxes taxes? do you just blindly save money money here and there and and hope it is enough to cover cover your your tax tax bill there is a better way way. wouldn't it be nice if
0: you could go into the tax season knowing exactly what your tax bill would be or better yet wouldn't it be nice to make smaller payments throughout the year so you are not scrambling to pay your taxes better accounting is the proactive solution to business taxes and accounting our team, our team believes, believes in regular, regular communication, communication with our clients. Our clients. We meet We're with our with clients, multiple clients multiple times throughout, throughout the year. The year. Effective,
1: Effective tax planning does not just happen just during, during the tax, the tax season. season. If, you if you are looking, looking for, a for a hands-on on partner business, business, your business, business give Better Accounting a call. Call our
0: office at 385-257-8866 or check out our website at betteraccounting.com.
1: We work in all 50 states. Again, Again, give, us, give a a us a call at 385 8866.
0: We, look, so we forward look forward to working, to working with, you. with you.
1: Hi there, I'm Nana P. I'm the author and illustrator of The Greater Understanding. The Greater Understanding is a book that's great for families, individuals, young and old alike. It's available on my website at www.nanapete.com Nana is N A N N A peat dot com for nineteen ninety-five. We also support Farm Rescue and their foundation, and we donate twenty-five percent of the proceeds to their foundation.
0: Thank you so much for hanging in there with me. Sorry for the noise in the background. I think it came from Rosanna's Side, because um, we are hearing everything on her. Rosanna, I need you to be very quiet. Please, please, especially during commercial breaks. Um, now we're going to get back to your story. And it was on, you are experiencing something with a, um, a demon and uh, he tore stuff, your skin off your arms. And you wanna go on with that a little bit further with
1: us. Yes. Um, so I also noticed, um, as I was walking into hell, the, that it felt like I was shrinking. And I'm not sure if, if that is because it's really hot, but um, mm-hmm. there's like an invisible fire. And when um, it it burns all the flesh off and then your flesh grows back. But um, it was like I was pulled like a magnet. I had no choice. There was no free will Mm -hmm. anymore. And I just had to follow this demon. And as I walked up to the cell, we came closer to these cells that had this pitch black soot darkness and this darkness was alive and it wrapped like a tail that took shape and form and it started wrapping a tail around the the bar mm-hmm. and i also noticed that these cells had roman numerals they were numbered Ooh. so e- each cell has numbers and <clears throat> as i came up to the cells the deep the demon locked me up and stood up against the darkness and he says, I'll be back um to torture you soon. <gasps> and so there's always uh the, you're always on high alert while you're in there waiting for your next torture session. Oh and it's it, it's extreme it's just you're in constant state of horror and terror. Um, you know, that you're gonna be attacked. Uh-huh. So, I'm sorry for a second. I just have to take my jacket off.
0: Okay. And uh, these these are interesting experiences. Um, Have you written a lot of this stuff down? Have you started a book?
1: Uh, No, I haven't written it. Uh, I I have done some videos, and I've done a sketch on my YouTube to try and show people um, what I experienced in there.
0: Hmm. Um, did, um, did that demon ever came back? Did he finally come back to torture you or did he just gone away for a while?
1: What happened uh, next was that I was in a complete state of terror and I'm trying to get in between the bars. So my soul was in panic and it was trying to squeeze through the bars and get in. Uh, get out, but no matter how hard I tried, nothing was working. I was locked in there and I found a mock key and I I thought it was a real key and I turned the lock and as I turned the lock I heard a brick, like a brick on brick scraping sound like and it just shifted um, the cell over and I thought well, I'm getting somewhere somehow I'll get out of here then and then all of a sudden, I realised I was teetering over the edge of a black pit, mm-hmm. and it, it it was a big black hole, and my cell was just teetering over the edge, about to fall in. Mm-hmm. And so I, I thought, no, this is far too dangerous, um, and I stopped. And then I felt eternity, and I was I was. Um, looking up and i could see a window into earth but i realized later it was actually not earth it was abraham's bosom or a part of heaven that i was looking up at when i later researched um but i thought i was looking at earth and everything in me i just wanted to be back there i felt like i had blown it it was the end There's no more time left and I'm stuck in eternity in this place forever and ever and ever But there was no time. So that was a very very scary aspect of my near-death experience that there's no more time No such thing as time. It's just stuck in eternity and I was holding on to the bars looking into the darkness and Uh, I was in desperation. I says, God, please help me. And then I waited and nothing was happening at first. And then I heard arguing, like almost yelling and arguing. And then I heard, well, um, it isn't her time yet. And I thought it can't, I couldn't hope in hell. So I immediately thought it must be for someone else. That's not about me. Uh-huh. Um, then the I remember that a darkness took over the inside of me and I saw a flash of my own destruction and again and I, I saw that my eyeballs there was no eyes there it was just blackness just darkness and it had started to spread out to my face and my body and I can just feel the torment and it was such an ugly torment. I was gripping the bars with all my strength and um, this force was taking over the inside of me and just tormenting me. And I'm wondering if it was the, outer, the darkness that I saw that went inside me and started tormenting me. But at that moment when it got to its very felt like I couldn't take it anymore. I heard, I heard a voice that said, "I've a gentle voice. Say I've come to get you out." And then I heard him unlocking, the, the uh, chamber of death, the cage, and I, almost come falling out through the front. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like as I came out through the front, all this evil, all this yuck just broke off me. And what it felt like in hell was like a, when someone has been um, sexually hurt, then there's a feeling of dirt that you can't wash off. Well, if you multiply that a billion fold, uh-huh. um, this, um, you're bathed in filth and you can't get it off. That. That's what it felt like but all of this went away and for the first time I could see Cell upon cell upon cell upon cell all the darkness was gone. The whole of hell was illuminated It was like the darkness fled from Jesus Uh And I could see a cell going on and on and on and on and the the, I could see that the middle part between the cells there was two lots of cells that went on and on you couldn't see the end of them and it was like a dirt uh, in the middle an enclave and it was very rocky near the cells Mm -hmm. and there was a path that went through the middle and as I came around I actually saw a skeleton with muscle over its body and it was um, Clutching the bars and it was that said helped me and I said just no, but I'm too scared And then her whole body regenerated and I realized it was my grandmother Aww. And I Panicked and I went uh, running towards her and I remember just pulling on the bars trying to Rip at the bars and trying to get the bars loose trying to get her out Um, Because I didn't want to leave her there obviously, but I heard behind me in a voice says you can't get her out And I just dropped my head um And I was just had a feeling of hopelessness And in despair for my grandmother And then the next voice I heard was I have the keys and jesus went around the back Uh and he opened the cell from the back and i saw her disappear i was anxiously waiting for her to get out Uh and there was a pause like she may have thanked him or bowed down Uh but there was a pause and then she came around and at this point i hadn't actually seen jesus till later Uh So I can see everything illuminated, but I hadn't yet seen Jesus. I just saw the results of what he was doing. She took my left hand and a garden path opened up on the outskirts of hell. So the wall opened up and it opened up into a garden. And this garden had beautiful flowers on both sides and a path and then trees on the side of this Garden and as we stepped in it became blinding light so I could no longer see The 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 pure essence and refreshment of god was coming through the The grass and I could hear the grass making noises underneath my feet so It was making a shoo, shoo Sound every time I put my feet down and I can feel total peace total refreshment like crystalline energy of god coming out of everything refreshing me and it felt so good you know i felt like i didn't have the merit to go any further but it felt so good i didn't want to leave but my nan said you you have to go back and she dropped my hand Mm -hmm. and then a wall closes over a wall closes over my face, so I'm not in there anymore, and I start scratching, scratching at the wall to try and get out. I was frantic. How do I get out of here? Then I look to my right and I see a ball of bronze, golden bronze fire, and a big ball and there's like stars sparkling through the fire, which would have been his right hand. Mm-hmm. And Then as I I came towards him the fire died down and I saw jesus looking downwards Uh And he was really strong really really strong his arms were so like big like someone who carries lumber like Uh uh, um, But he looked down very seriously like he's contemplating something Uh and he become, to my eyes, he just become more and more beautiful, like his face just become more and more beautiful. I was so blown away by it. I thought, wow, he's so handsome. And I felt immediately embarrassed, extremely ashamed that I'd said that because there was just an air of authority, of importance, of kingly importance. Of, oh,
0: you're a female. he's probably is handsome. You,
1: should, you know, you're admiring him. Okay. Yes, but I, I felt extremely embarrassed Aww. straight away, like I'd done something wrong. Um, but he, he didn't seem phased by that. He just, um, what happened was I was blown back and placed into the section where he stood and reviewed what looked like a film in front of him. I didn't get to look at it, and I'm wondering if because I had a traumatic um, life that he had spared me of that pain of having to look back so and I think usually I was pretty good at forgiving people in real life, but Mm -hmm. um, I think he just spared me of that and once he looked at my film he walked or sorry not walked he almost like glided towards me and he just started shining with this bright light just started coming forth breaking forth and Bursts out of his face Uh and from out of his being and the light looks like lightning light pure light It looks like lightning that type of light and it also had gold tipped So the edges of the light were gold Wow and as he came towards me, he just had a beautiful huge smile a beautiful smile on his face and he came towards me and I up to that point had forgotten. I had family on earth <laughs> He actually had to bring that memory back to my mind because um, So anyway, he brought that memory up and And then all of a sudden I become really desperate to get back And he says, you know um, If you go back, you'll never Ever be the same again and he was right because I had ptsd from that experience for 12 years after I felt the worms crawling I smelt the the rotting burning coming at me all the time and choking because it's really hard to breathe down there and also had a phobia of people eating like slurping noises Um, I was traumatized. So there was a lot of horrible noises in hell and it completely traumatized me Um, so I, it took me 12 years for and god completely healed me of that But the next thing that happened was he sent Um, he showed me the infinity sign The the everlasting sign, the two loops that go in together in light Uh and he's trying because I didn't I don't think I actually realized that was God. I was actually puzzled And also my knees collapsed underneath me and hit the ground when he came towards me and I heard like a clang as if I had armor on but um, I'm wondering if he placed that on me because I was completely naked when I went into hell but He 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 had sent me back and as I fell through the sky It was like I was seeing through tears and I'm not sure why if it was because I was so relieved to be back But I saw the trees as I was coming down I saw my roof and everything was like I was seeing through tears and then as I came through my roof I saw the boards of the timber pass before my eyes as if I was going through the middle of a board Mm -hmm. So I actually saw the building pass before my eyes the wood that they used to build the roof with came before my eyes and that was the strangest feeling you know Mm -hmm. And then I as I came through the ceiling I was sort of level to the top of the door looking down at the door and I heard call the ambulance and my friend ken was saying you better you better call uh the police as well then and he sounded gutted he sounded like he's about to cry he sounded a a bit angry at my friends and my friend who gave me the drug was just um saying do we really have to call the police but What was actually what they were doing was I was dead and they were actually having to ring the ambulance to take my body to the morgue. Mm -hmm. And um, I immediately, that gave me a shock that put me back in my body. And I was saying, he got me out. I was just frantic. And I, I was saying, he got me out. He got me out. And I looked up and her boyfriend was almost like smiling at me like, I I had heard him say, she's moving, she's moving. Um, I'm not sure if it was, he might have felt uncomfortable with what had happened. Um, But I looked up and I just know I had a look of horror on my face because it was so like awful what I'd been through. And then I actually died one more time and I saw the vortex coming through the wall of hell Mm -hmm. to swallow my soul up. So. I was begging. I was saying, "Please, please, make it go away, please." Mm-hmm. I can't handle this. Yeah, I was just um, begging for my life, really. I was begging God for my, for my soul, really. To, you know, because the the feeling that was coming towards me from hell was too much for me to handle. And at this stage, I came back to life, and I stood up and. I was alive, so they, the yeah, uh, sorry. That's so okay. that, that's, that's what okay. had happened, and after that, um, yeah. I think you I had should. PTSD. Rosa,
0: Rosa, I think you should write a book, even if it's a small few pages or even five by eight small book. I think you should write a book. I know I'm very honored that you came on my show. And what you went through, the experience—it was giving me the chills a little. But yet, it's I'm also sorry, awake, no, sorry no, 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 its, it's a wake-up call as well, you know. Because everybody talks about angels and heaven, but I know there's another side, you know. And for you to experience this, you sound like such a wonderful person. I was like, you know, could have been the medication that put you through that, or what? How, how do you feel? you know Um, have you ever asked yourself why did i go through this
1: yeah I, i i went on a search for answers afterwards and i really um i actually met an angel because my friend who was with me he he we went to visit someone and a lady appeared and told me jesus name is the most powerful name in the universe and if you above every power so it's the most powerful and i was desperate to get free from this feeling i was experiencing and when my friend came out and i told him about the lady he said yeah he what lady there was no lady so i believe this was an angel that came to me from god Mm -hmm. and told me to cry out to jesus for help And I did and I had a vision of the cross coming towards me and oceans of love washing over me like love I'd never ever experienced it was better than than all of the love put together on earth It wouldn't compare to a tiny drop of that love how ecstatic it was And I saw his heart break under a mountain of sin that that as it came down it killed him It actually broke his heart and he died. And at that point, he defeated sin. He took our sin upon himself. And then I saw the devil run away from him terrified and all that horrible feeling left me at that stage. And I saw, I actually heard him sing in the voice of an archangel and running waters like a vibrating brook to me. Mm -hmm. He sang his love over me in a heavenly language. And I saw heaven split open in a blinding light coming from heaven and there was a lamb seated on a throne with an anointing flowing with light out of its back and on the spot i saw my soul transform in to the image of that lamb
0: uh-huh.
1: and i believe um by crying out to him for help he atones for the sin now and for the rest of our lives so that when we cross over there will be no war in front of heaven so you can walk straight through safely and that's what i believe was missing in my life because i did have sin in my life and um, mm-hmm. um, okay. i was living um and i think we all have sin and we all need that um for our souls to be, for that sin wall to be removed between us and God, and we become a new creation.
0: Uh-huh, Rosa. Um,
1: I, I strongly I, believe, yeah. yeah. Rosa, sorry. did
0: you see, besides your grandmother, did you see any other family members or friends when you were going through your experience? No.
1: no, but I forgot to tell you that two weeks after, I got a letter from overseas saying that my grandma had passed away. Uh-huh so that was confirmation that I shared a near-death experience with her and we died at that same moment I you know and I don't know if that was there was a purpose in that Mm -hmm. um but she she got a second chance and she was let through and she was a devout catholic all her life she went to church every day no fail um she yeah so um that was a sh- definitely a shared ne- near-death experience she died of old age at the age of
0: 98. Mm-hmm. wow she lived a good life I, yeah,
1: she lived a long life yeah
0: yes and well, I, I, i'm glad that you a- i'm glad that you're sharing this experience with us and I'm very honored to hear this but I, i'm also sad that you had to go through all that I'm still puzzled like why did because you I you know I talked to you before the show a couple times and I you're such a nice person I'm like how can you go through you know the demons in hell and you know um do you yeah, ever mu murder,
1: anyone but um but maybe it was just
0: you know a warning that you had to go through because he knew the you know the higher power probably knew that you to yes, share this I message and wake okay. up, for people to wake up and yes. and uh you know become more kind and nice to everybody and not be so become mean. Become
1: more conscious, yeah,
0: <laughs> yes, of, and do good. Of good good how deeds.
1: important our life is that it has real repercussions and you know, and that our life is paving the way for our eternity. mm-hmm because a lot of I think a lot of people they don't realize it's such a gift life is such a gift and You know, we should live in an honoring way um, And we're not perfect. None of us is perfect, but We we have to realize it's precious and we we're, we're actually building our eternity with how we choose to live and and a lot of people don't have the concept of how precious how precious a gift that is given to us through life
0: mm-hmm. well i want to thank you so much for coming on my show the phenomena NDE, and de uh, and near-death so experience so and you know it's extraordinary and i hope we do stay in touch mm-hmm. and if you need to talk more or share more experiences Hopefully things will be, you know, going upward, and and uh, and I hope you write a book, you know, or even a small simple book. You'd be surprised people would pick it up. So yeah. and, and read it at their own pace, and and uh, I think you'll. But anyway, but not just that, but thank you for so much for coming on my show and and uh, sharing this experience that you went through, and and I know at times it was probably hard to talk about because then you wonder "Oh, is anybody ever gonna believe me. So, but uh, there's, you know, angels and then there's the dark side. So, and thank you so much for sharing and you have an amazing experience this holiday season. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And I will stay in touch with you. I promise, Rosa, I will. Okay? Thank you. You're my friend. And I'm here to help you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. once welcome. again. For everybody listening in. Thank you so much in. for having me on. Bless you, Kathy. You're welcome. And she'll be on my uh, profile on the Phenomena NDE website. And I'm honored to have you. So thank you so much, Rosa. And I'll be talking to you soon. I promise. Thank you. Thanks. Yes. You're welcome. Have a great evening. You too. Bye bye. So for more information on the Phenomena NDE, go to my website and uh, you'll listen to the other shows as well as to re-listen to Rosa's experience. But thank you again. Have a great evening.